Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. If you want to help things blow up like these stories, make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by an anonymous poster. Harass your classmates? Think twice, hun. This is kind of a long story, but here goes. This happened back in high school about four years ago. I was involved, but another girl exacted the revenge that the rest of us were begging for. I'm gonna call the antagonist AP, her initials. I go to school with AP. She's 16 and in the year below. Met her in anatomy class. She's nice to me and we get along. Tells me she's bisexual and I mean, I'm totally cool with that, but I don't know why she told me. I see her here and there and we hang out at the homecoming game. AP starts leaning against me as if I'm her significant other. Think this is weird, but I'm like, whatever. I get up at one point. She takes this as rejection. I say this because of the way she acts when people are upset with her or can't hang. When I get home that night, AP texts me says she's gonna end it all and asks why I didn't hold her and stuff like that. AP asks why I don't love her and says she thought I was her girlfriend. I may be bisexual too, but I'm not interested in her in that way. She also tells me she was assaulted multiple times and stuff like that. She only ever said she was assaulted in the past when she felt rejected. I feel bad for her and tell her I'm sorry if I hurt her feelings, but I'm still weirded out by her behavior. Hang out with her more and she keeps leaning on me, hugging me and putting her hands on me. Same routine every time. I reject her, she threatens ending it all, and I apologize when really I'm trying to get her away from me. Cue the final straw. I'm in anatomy class one day and she touches my butt, like dead center. I jump and turn to her, I get up in her face and I tell her, don't ever freaking do that again. At this point I'm about to flip out. I know it's not the worst thing that could have happened, but I feel violated and I hope to God no one saw her do that to me. Now, I have never said anything like this to anyone, but this had gone on for a few months and I was on edge. Didn't speak to her for a while. You may be wondering, didn't she say something to a teacher? Yes, I told my teacher and a counselor that she was harassing me, sending me photos, touching me, threatening self-harm. The teacher just gives me a look of, what do you want me to do about it? Counselor tells me to tell AP to leave me alone. I didn't want her to get in too much trouble, but I wanted her to get help. I was fuming at this point and I went home, tell my mom what happened, and she was livid. Tells me to stay away from her, and I'm thinking, you don't have to tell me twice. Move on to the next block. In the second block of my senior year, I'm in stagecraft class. We're in the middle of working on our set for Little Shop of Horrors. Everything's going well and our set looks insane. We even get the Audrey 2 prop from Broadway. One day, teacher announces that we have a new student. I'm hoping that we'll get along nicely. Who is it? AP. She walks in and sits at the same table as me. She hangs out with my friend who I'll call Evie. Evie's being nice to her and I don't say a word to AP. I don't even look up. Later, we go to work on the set and I go to my teacher. I ask her if she won't make me do jobs with AP as I've had issues with her in the past. Teacher is super nice and understanding and says she won't. I thank her and move on. Work with EV and EV tells me that AP is being weird. I tell her I figured and ask her why. 
Evie tells me that AP was talking about her period in detail out of nowhere and tells Evie that she was assaulted by a classmate in another class. Now, I'm not usually one of these people, but I don't believe a word of what AP had said to Evie. I tell Evie to avoid AP. We go on with our day and I'm chilling out with my guy friend AR. AR is this really nice and funny ROTC kid. Unicorn of my heart, I tell you. AR tells me that AP's been getting handy and flirty with him. He hates her too. We hang out a lot and she practically follows him around like a puppy, even at her workplace. She kind of moves onto some ex-friends of mine. Whatever, out of my life. Now, I previously said that she was sending photos. I deleted my Snapchat to get this girl off my back because she kept sending them. And as previously stated, she's 16 at the time. The photos she sent me were inappropriate, like pics of her in short shorts, tank tops, low-cut dresses, etc. Turns out, I wasn't the only one she sent pics to. The pics she sent to others were worse. One day, her friend gets mad at her, like fuming mad. AP had sent her some photos as well. AP's friend is hungry for revenge at this point. I don't know what AP did to her, but it must have been bad. AP's friend goes on Facebook, gets on AP's page, and posts the pics. I mean hundreds of them, everywhere. Her friends and family see them, relationships ruined, she became an embarrassment. Now, I don't advocate this behavior at all, but this is why we don't harass people with photos and inappropriate sexual behavior. If AP's friend wanted revenge, that's on her. Short of going to the police in this situation, they kind of exhausted what they could. Talk to parents, talk to teachers, talk to counselors, none of them actually offered any help. Considering all the creepy and weird behavior AP put out towards a lot of people, do you feel bad for AP at all? Knowing that all the unsolicited pictures she sent to people were pasted all over Facebook? Let me know down in the comments. And our final story of the day is by Captain Chronicle, Never Steal From A Mechanic. Okay, so I shared my little story to a few friends and a Discord and was told to share it with you fine people. This all happened a little over 10 years ago when I was just starting out on my mechanic career. It's a bit of a long read, but I believe it's worth the time. Due to the nature of the story, some parts and locations will be vague. Looking back now, I probably went a little too far at first, but apparently fate had other plans in the end. So to start off a little backstory, I grew up on a farm in the East Coast. Lots of hard work with no pay, and being from a less fortunate family, we never had much. Growing up this way helped me appreciate what little I had though. Once I was 16, I bought a car with a blown motor and rebuilt it while in auto class. I loved that car. While working for an auto parts store, my mother decided to move down south, parents were divorced long ago, and since my stepmother was a total witch, druggy, ruined my father's business, that kind of witch, I decided to leave everything behind and move in with my mother a few states away a few months after turning 18. I barely had enough to get there. Once there, I helped pay the bills with my auto parts store job. For Christmas that year, mom couldn't get me anything, we were barely getting by, so I scraped up enough to get myself a stereo for my car. A cheap one, but nice to 19 year old me, and her, a gold plated cross necklace she hung on her rear view mirror. She cried when I gave it to her, and still tears up when I talk about it. We lived in a trailer park surrounded by trees covered in Spanish moss hidden from the main road and a few miles away from the nearest town. We knew our neighbors well, as there was only around 8 other trailers on the slot. Nice people, apart from the one that was next to us, I'll call him Chad. Chad was in the military and worked on a nearby base. 
He was also an MP. As such, he never cared when him or his buddies were being too loud at night, left trash everywhere and refused to clean it up, and generally was just a jerk to everyone. He even cussed out a 90-year-old lady for asking him to clean up the beer bottles him and his friends threw into her rose garden. The whole neighborhood hated Chad and his jerk friends. One spring, I blew a head gasket in my car, so I was in my little driveway parked next to my mom's car. Her boyfriend's truck was parked in front of the trailer, out of the way. Anyway, late one night as I was working on my car, Chad's buddies were making their drinking rounds, walking all over the park, throwing bottles everywhere, peeing on cars, being jerks. They saw me working on my car and came right over to make fun of me for being poor, not having a better car, still living with my mom at 19, everything. I tried to just ignore them since I was not a confrontational person. I asked them to let me be so I can get this done. To this, they just made a bit more fun of me and left when they realized they weren't getting a reaction from me. Later on, they all went into Chad's trailer and continued partying, so I packed up my tools and parts and took everything inside, ensured all our doors were locked, and went to bed. That morning, I woke up to all our car's doors opened and them ransacked. I was pissed! Missing was my stereo, my mom's gold cross, and her boyfriend's truck stereo. Was an expensive HUD style. We called the cops and they didn't want to do anything about it. As the donut patrol was talking to me saying, This isn't worth the department's time. Something in me snapped. I politely said, Okay, I get it. We'll be sure to keep a watch out for next time then. And the cops left. I went inside and started thinking of how I was going to get even. No one will make my mom cry. So I went to Chad's door and asked him where our stuff was. He was hung over and I woke him up at 7am. He was not happy, but let it slip that he doesn't know where his friends took it to. So I had him. I told him he has 24 hours and nothing will be done. He laughed it off and slammed the door in my face. It was on. Later that night came a huge storm. Heavy rain, lots of thunder, the works. So at 1am, I dressed up in some old clothes and thermals, grabbed my tools, and went out to his car. He had a nice new little Nissan, and to me it looked a little too nice. I got under it and took off everything I possibly could without being caught. I unbolted every nut, cut every wire, cut a few holes in the gas tank, sliced his tires from the inside sidewalls, took off the oil pan. I went ape crap on this poor little car. My father was a mechanic for many years, and growing up with him, I learned a lot about how to destroy a car without being noticed. Thanks to the storm, Chad never heard a thing. After a few hours of getting my revenge, I went back inside and cleaned up, tossing my clothes in the wash, and going to bed happy, I was able to cause him some peril. The next morning, I wake up to the blissful sounds of him cursing and punching his car that had no chance in heck of ever working again. All those parts of his, I threw into a small pond just over the fence near the edge of the lot. They'll never be found. He was so pissed, he broke all the glass and dented several body panels. The cops were called and they asked around. Everybody said he had anger issues and was within reason that he would take it out on his own car. Or his wife, who was hardly around due to him being him, but they had a kid so I guess they were making it work somehow. The cops being the lazy jerks I knew them to be from the day before, didn't do a thing and chalked it up to him having issues and left. Any other revenge story, this would be it, right? I got my revenge and he has to pay. Oh, but as fate would have it, I was but a cog in life's plan to give him what he had coming. I never planned this part, but it makes me smile every time I think back. So since he didn't have a car anymore, 
he had it towed off, his wife, at least I thought it was his wife, would come over to have some loud open window sex. One thing that perplexed me is, there was no kid in tow as usual, and her voice was different. So I got a webcam and set it up in my window, a perfect spot to see who was coming in and out and hear all the juicy bits of their lovemaking. Thing is, there were several different girls coming over when I was gone to work. Since old Chad didn't have a car now, he had to have his affairs do house calls apparently. After a little over a month, I compiled every girl, every raunchy sex section, and every front porch kiss goodbye into a folder and caught his wife bringing their son by when he was out one evening. I asked her to come in and I showed her the clips. She was livid. She was so pissed she called her dad and ordered a U-Haul. I helped her gather anything she said was hers, including a 55-inch TV. It was 2009, those were still very nice. The fridge and even the washer and dryer. She gave me a hundred bucks for my time, hugged me, and thanked me over and over for letting her know just how much of a jerk he really is. That's when I told her he did me wrong too and explained what had happened to me and my family. She was slack-jawed and called her dad again. She told me this wasn't over and she felt so bad for us having to deal with them. An hour later, she came back with her dad and he gave me another 200 bucks and said he was very appreciative that someone did the right thing. He shook my hand, thanked me again, and I never saw him after. The most amazing thing was when Chad came home after drinking and realizing all the stuff was gone. He destroyed the trailer, kicked out the walls, windows, ripped off the door, everything. Cops were called again by the old lady neighbor and he was put in cuffs and taken away. He was never heard from again, but I was told from the nice landlord who owned the whole lot, he was on the tab for all the damages and for rent and took him to court. They had to wait because apparently he made a fuss at the station and hit a cop. I don't know what happened after since we moved. So his life is probably still ruined and I couldn't care less. I bought mom another cross, me another stereo, and mom's boyfriend one too that wasn't as good as his old one but was still nice. I told him the full story over a bottle of tequila with his friends and had the best night I still don't remember much of. Take care of your mechanic, friends. Well, now I know. If I live in an area where the cops don't really care and I have a mechanic nearby that can take apart my car, better not go and double-cross them or be a jerk. Isn't it just sad, though, that both sides turning to the police because things were stolen and damaged and taken apart and the cops look at it and go, yeah... We don't have the resources for that. Just try uh, keeping an eye on it next time. Thanks guys, I really appreciate it. That makes me feel so much better and helps with my problem. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of both of these stories, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.